are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. I wish I had time to describe to you how God evolved this message of my heart. I mentioned briefly this morning, I, I really thought I would be in Exodus. And I, I was working through the book of Exodus and literally studying for, I know, hours in the book of Exodus, those 40 chapters. I pulled out of my, my library after I studied the scriptures, I pulled down commentaries and books that I had my desk. I have a, a shelf that goes about nine feet long that's on an angle. I had all the books there down below on my desk. It, it was just an amazing thing. It's, it's so enjoyable to study God's Word. And I kept thinking about God's people. We gathered together on this Sunday night and uh, I, I took the book of Exodus and really prepared it. And then I moved into uh, Leviticus as God was doing something in the lives of the people, then the book of Numbers. And I must confess that as I was studying, I was so reminded of the Jews and their 40 years of wandering because of unbelief. They just did not believe God. Perhaps you're there right now. Perhaps this COVID thing is, has you so overwhelmed that you just don't believe God. Perhaps some sorrow or difficulty. Yet as they wandered, I saw again as they wandered, God was working. Here's where God was, God was working for those 40 years. He raised up a man by the name of Moses. God always raises up the man for the hour. And as God raised up Moses, then God said, Moses, come up here to this Mount Sinai. And he said, I want to spend some time with you, and I want you to spend some time with me. And God determined to show, uh, show Moses how he was to train these people how to worship him. And those books of Exodus and Leviticus, God is showing Moses Here's how you train the people. They must worship right and correctly. Then he showed them how they were to give offerings. There were five offerings, the meal offering, the burnt offering, the peace offering, you know, all the offerings and what they represent. And he said, I want you to now go teach the people these offerings. They need to know how to worship as they wander and as they get ready for the promised land. They need to know how they offering, and then they need to know how to serve me. And I want you to teach them how to serve. He writes the book of Exodus, and he teaches them how to serve, how to build a building, how to construct a building. He taught them, he said, I want you to teach them the laws. And in Exodus 20, he said, here's 10 commandments. You can govern an entire nation of 2 million Jews with these 10 commandments. And those 10 commandments are still in, in good order today for your life and for my life as well. And then he said, as you wander, I want you to understand that you need to teach the people how to have a relationship with me, that'll love me with all their heart, 
They don't have any other gods before them. I, I want you to teach them how to, how, how to worship me and how to love me and a relationship with me. By the way, I want you to teach them how to have a relationship with one another, how to treat a woman, how to respect authority, how to teach your children. I want you to tell, teach them how to take care of their neighbor. If, if, they're, if they have an animal that tramples, down, tramples their fields and their, their goods, I want you to teach them how they have to not only pay back for that crop, but have rest, restitution for more of the crops that have been destroyed or that could have been destroyed. If an animal kills a child, I want you to see, or kills a lady, or kills a man, there needs to be punishment. That was carelessness. You were not caring for your animal. You know, God's teaching them while they're wandering around through Moses. Here's how you get along with people. He continued to teach them. Here's the priesthood. Here's how I want the priest to dress. Here's what I want him to do. Here's how he comes to the holy place, a 15 by 30 building, and then he moves into the holy of holies, a 15 by 15 area. He said, I want, I want you to teach them these things while they wander. It's an amazing thing. I began to summarize on Friday, and Friday afternoon and Friday evening, and I knew where I was going. But it really comes down to one word. Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. And then they're going to get ready to go into the promised land. And Moses writes that final book, Deuteronomy, which means simply the words. And there's 34 chapters and it's a final message. Then God's going to take him to Mount Pisgah. And he's going to be able to look down. He said, there's the promised land. You're not going in, but Joshua is going to carry the people in. And from Mount Pisgah's lofty site, I view my home and take my flight. He sings, he sings that day. Oh, what a wonderful, here's the one word. The one word that all is encompassed in this, it wraps up. God is trying to teach them to trust him. Trust God. I wonder tonight, can you say that this evening in your life, you are totally trusting God? I have watched and witnessed people all over this country make foolish decisions in the last seven months. Decisions that were not based on trust, but were based upon fear. I've talked to every preacher imaginable, and every preacher, as I said this morning, are telling me their church is exciting, it's lively, it's wonderful, but the trouble is people are leaving God's house. That's foolish. That's a lack of trust in God. This is an evidence of trust tonight. We're not in the building, but we're still in God's house. That's, that's, a, that, that's a, a complete uh, illustration of trusting God. This is where he has us. What is trust? Trust is confidence. May I ask you something tonight? Do you have confidence in God? Do I have confidence in God? Trust is confidence. Trust is hope. I have more hope today post-COVID, by the grace of God, than pre-COVID. I just believe God, God's doing something. I believe, I truly believe we are at, and not at going toward, I think we're already experiencing revival. 
I think something's happening. I see it happening with our people. Yeah, little things. I heard this morning when we announced that we're going to begin opening Sunday school. The horns were honking. People wanted. We opened up the school, and the kids want school. I tell you what, prayer meetings growing and going. Spanish prayer meeting is at the height. Men's prayer meeting, 45 years I've been here. We're having bigger numbers than we've ever had, and sometimes two and three times more, and four times more than we've ever had in the history of this church. It's amazing. You know that trust means I have hope. If you do not have hope tonight, if you do not have confidence, it's not God's fault. It's the problem with you and with me. The word trust means confidence. The word trust means hope. The word trust means assurance. I can take it to the bank. The word trust means refuge. I can rest. The word trust means faith. The New Testament word faith is the Old Testament word trust. They're synonymous words. They mean the same as I was reading my Bible. And I have really hundreds of verses that deal with this. But I read over here in Psalm, in chapter 2, verse 12, blessed are they that put their trust in him, their confidence in him, their faith in him, their hope in him. The Bible says in chapter 4, verse 5 of Psalm, and put your trust in the Lord. In verse number, chapter 7, verse 1, O Lord my God, in thee do I put my trust. Here's the scripture, chapter 20, verse 7. Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. My Bible says in chapter 20, verse 5, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. The Bible says this, O oh my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. I love this verse, Psalm 56, verse 3. At what time I'm afraid, I will trust in him. God rewards trust. God rewards faith. For without faith, it is impossible. Without trust, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God always honors faith. You are making tonight deposits in faith. You're making deposits in trust. And God, God will win the victory. I'm reminded tonight at what time I'm afraid I will trust in thee. I'm reminded tonight in God I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him, for God is a refuge for us. Psalm 91, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God, and in him will I trust. You know, tonight, as those Jews were wandering around and God was working, God was trying to teach them, you can trust me for your daily bread. I'll give you manna for the next 40 years. You can trust me for that. But where's it coming next Tuesday? You can trust me on Tuesday. I'll deliver it. But we need water at Rephidim. We need water at Myra. But you can trust me. I'll give you food for this day. I'll give you water for this day. And those Jews wandered and God was working. You know, it must have been very frightening for them at times. But God is always working behind the scene. 
I'm reminded as they wandered, they needed a cloud to cool them in the day. The weather in Israel is so similar to our area. It can get warm in the day and it gets very cool at night. So God says while they're wandering, I'm working, I'm going to have a fire cloud and turn the heater on every night to keep you warm. And in the day, I'm going to give you a cloud when it warms up to keep you cool. You talk about air conditioning and heater 24 hours a day. God is always right. And God is good. And God is working. They needed safety. And God provided safety for the children of God. While they were wandering, he was working. Today, you might be disillusioned. Trust God. You might be confused. Trust God. You might be bewildered. Trust God. You might be troubled. Trust God. I will trust in Him at all times, the Bible says. Our God, our Lord, does not want our partial trust. He does not want our 911 trust. He doesn't want emergency trust also. When we're wandering on the pathway of life and we're out in the desert, in the wilderness, and we're there for a day, for a week, for a month, for a year, for 40 years, God was working while they were wandering. God wants total faith even while we're wandering. What's captured your heart today? Is it trust or is it discouragement? What has captured your heart today? Is it trust or hopelessness? What has captured your heart? Is it trust or is it COVID? Speak more of trust than you do of COVID. Is it your job that's captured your heart or is it trust in God? Is it money or is it happiness or is it fear or is it frustration? I want you to turn with me and we'll get to our text and I won't be long to Psalm 118, please. Psalm 118, where you read. Perhaps tonight or perhaps this week you'd like to mark the verse I'm going to give you. Isn't it amazing? When you go to your Bible, the very middle verse in the Bible. If I ask you to go to the middle verse in the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation chapter 22, the very middle verse is Psalm 118 and verse number 9. Would you read it with me outside and in the cars together? Psalm 118 verse 9. My Bible, I have it marked the middle verse of the Bible. Verse number 9, ready? Begin. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. My confidence is in God. That's where trust ought to be. Look at the previous verse. It is better to trust the Lord than put confidence in man. May I ask you to try to memorize that verse this week? May I ask you to read it this week? May I ask you to meditate upon it this week? May I ask you today to think about trusting God every single day? Lord, I'm in a wilderness journey, but I'm going to trust you today. Little boy went to Sunday school. The Sunday school teacher years ago was trying to teach him the song that was written in 1887. He said to ch the children today, we're going to learn this song we sing in the big church. I'd like you to learn it as well. He says the song, when we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, and the course goes trust, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust, confidence, refuge, faith, 
that you can count on God. The little boy went home from Sunday school. Mother and dad said, what'd you learn in Sunday school today, son? He said, mother, dad, I learned another, a new song. I don't remember the words, the verse, but I remember the course. And he said, it's the song, Trust and Okay. You know, he thought it was instead of obey, he thought it was okay, but really, he had great theology there. Because it's okay. Everything's okay. It's all right in my father's house. You can take it to the bank. Let me give you a verse. If you don't have a life verse, you may want to choose this. This was D.L. Moody's life verse. And D.L. Moody claimed this verse. It's the same that you find nearly the same in verse 14 of Psalm 118. But it's the Isaiah 12:2 was Moody's verse. Isaiah 12:2. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For Lord Jehovah is my strength, my song, and he has become my salvation. Turn with me, if you will, to Proverbs chapter 3. And we're now landed where we're going. Those Jews, God said, I want you to trust me. You need water? Trust me. You need food? Manna? Trust me. You want quail? Trust me. You want provision? Trust me. You want a heater at night? Trust me. You want air conditioning in the daytime? Trust me. You can trust me. You can trust me. You can trust me. This past week, I pulled out one of my maps and I studied the journey, how they went this way and then this way and then they went up and then they moved over and then they just came down and for 40 years they just wandered around the desert but God was working while they were wandering and he was trying to teach them you cannot go in to the promised land you cannot go back in there until we have learned to wait and to trust in God you imagine what's going to happen can you imagine if God's people we all pastor and people alike get on the same page and move back in that auditorium totally confident and trusting that God can and he can. I'm reminded today in Proverbs chapter 3 I'd like you to read verse 6 uh, verse 5 Proverbs 3 5 if this is not your life verse you may choose it. I know many of you have chosen this. Let's read chapter 3 verse 5 Proverbs ready begin trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Verse 6, shall we read it? In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. As I begin to draw this together, begin to try to close it down, I want to remind you that this verse tells me I am to trust a person. I am to trust a person. Do you see it there in verse 5? Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. You cannot trust in the bank. You cannot trust in your education. You cannot trust in your ability. You cannot trust in your strength. I will not trust in the, my bow, my bow. He said, no, you can't trust in your warrior. You cannot trust in your guns and your weapons. No, you cannot trust in money, for money makes themselves wings and flies away. They that tr trust in their wealth, they boast themselves in their riches. Oh no, God says, don't you trust in your money. Don't you trust in your wealth. 
Don't you trust in your education? Don't you trust in your talent, your ability, your strength? Don't you trust in your mouth, your speaking ability? Don't trust in your power. Don't trust in your success. Don't trust in government because the Bible says that put not your trust in princes. No, my trust needs to be in God, in that person. He is my confidence. He is my strength. He's my source. I can trust Jesus. I can trust Him. We sang, we said, trust and obey. Trust and obey was written in 1887, as I said. Moody was in Brockton, Massachusetts. Brockton, Massachusetts is a beautiful city, I believe. I've been there. It's a beautiful city. Way up north in New England. And in 1887, Moody was preaching. In the meeting that day, in the morning hour, there was a young man, and when they began to testify, he stood. He said, I don't know much about Christianity. I just got saved. I don't know how I'm going to do with it all. But I want to say to this congregation this morning, and this morning, I'm just going to do my best to trust and obey. Towner went back to his room that day, and he wrote the song, Trust and Obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus is to trust and obey. Well, I went to work for my father-in-law in 1970. One, I guess it was. I remember on Wednesday night, I, we hadn't really sung this song a lot when I was a boy. We'd sing it once in a while. But I remember I'd, I'd choose it often on a Wednesday night. Simply trusting every day. Trusting through the stormy way. Even when my faith is small. Trusting Jesus that is all. Trusting as the moments fly. Trusting as the days go by. Trusting Him, whatever betide. Trusting Jesus, that is all. I have to trust Him. I want to trust Him. I want to trust Him more today than ever. I want to have confidence in Him. I can rely upon him. If he can provide air conditioning in the day and fire by night and manna in the morning and quail, and if he can provide water, he can provide. I wonder tonight, Daylene Apusin, are you honked the horn? Are you in the house tonight? Are you here somewhere? Come on up here, will you please? I'll put you on the spot. You know that song, I Can Trust Jesus. Brother Caleb Galvan, if you'd just sort of begin to play that, he's in the back room. Sipping a soda. No, he's right here. I can trust Jesus. I heard, here she comes right now. You know, friend, I can trust Jesus. I just got thinking about how this works. On the broadcast Friday, we had it all organized. Brother Ethan and I chose the songs on Wednesday. I looked through the glass at Brother Moyer. Brother Moyer, you're over there. I said, I wonder if you could pull the nickels up. I, I, I love it when Alicia sings, I can trust Jesus. See, God was already orchestrating that. I didn't know it. 
because God was working while we're on the broadcast. Do you mind if we sing that, hon? If you will, please, all right, please. God picked up a sparrow that could no longer fly. He brushed off its wounds and then watched it soar into the sky. If he's mindful of creation, on this I can depend. I am his child, and I can place all my trust in him. I can trust Jesus. Yes, you can. I can trust Jesus. All this week you can trust Him. another stanza thank you what a sweet family they're pushing kids I have prayed some prayers and felt they never were heard but I held to God's hand and kept right on trusting in his word. word my wants and God's desires well they don't always agree but I'll lean on his will for he always knows what's best for me Trust he him. never once, never once he failed me. Never once. All my failures are all my wanderings. It's always working. He is my strong tower. The strength in my weakest hour. I can. my 
both of you, the person trust in the Lord the problem don't lean this week on your own understanding that's the problem the person, we never have a problem with the person Jesus but we have a problem when I begin to try to work things out would you this week stop leaning on your emotions would you stop leaning on your feelings? Would you stop, and myself included, leaning upon your flesh and our insecurity? I believe God is wanting to raise up some men that are real men, that are steady, that are just dependable, and that God can say, I can trust that man right there. I want to be one of those men. Dear ladies, I want you to be one of those ladies that God can just trust you as you go through the wilderness as you're going through this journey and you're wondering, oh, I can trust God. He's the person. My problem is me. Lean not under thine own understanding. And then I find the plan in all thy ways. I find a person. I find a problem. And then I find a plan in all your ways. Not some of your ways. All your ways this week. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. All of our ways, let's acknowledge him. The word acknowledge means to see him, to discern him, to consider him, to know him. Following Jesus every day by day, nothing can harm me while he leads the way. Stop trying to get God fit in your plan. I'm speaking to myself. Let's ask God that we get in his plan. I find a person. I find a problem. I find a plan. And I want to close by saying I find a peace and he shall direct thy path. God wants to lead you just as a husband desires to lead a wife, just as a parent desires to lead a child, their children, just as a leader tries to lead his people. So God wants to lead me. And when I let God lead me, when I allow God to lead me, I have a peace. It's undescribable because I'm letting He leadeth me. Oh, blessed thought. A visitor was visiting the Dead Sea. I've never been to the Dead Sea. I don't ever plan to go. But I've never been there, but I've had people who are colleges taking tours there. Understand it's so full of minerals and salt that it will buoy you up. A man was walking in a high area of it, close to a cliff. He could not swim, should not have been there, but he fell in. As he fell in, there was really nothing they could do, but they shouted down, Stop thrashing! 
Roll over. Stop. Stop the thrashing. Because the minerals and the salts, salt just buoyed him up. And as long as he would relax, as long as he stayed still, as long as he did not thrash and was calm, he was able to wait for them to come rescue him. Tonight as you wander, as those Jews wandered for 40 years, I can guarantee you this. Please don't miss it. God is working while you're wandering. This is week 29. 29 Sundays. Who'd ever think that when we came to January 1st, 2020, that we'd be out of the auditorium all these many months? Who'd ever think we'd be wandering like this? Who'd ever think that we'd try to figure out how to have a college online or school online and thank God it's open now? But can't you see that God is winning victories? Can't you see it when people are calling in and saying, how can I get saved? Can't you see it when listenership, even on this Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, it's up like it's never been, not just double or triple or quadruple, many times over and people are watching. Can't you see how that God has provided so very much? I can't wait to tell you some of the miracles that God has provided for this church through COVID. When we get in that auditorium, I'm going to tell you some of the things that God has done, even through our wonderful county. You'll say, isn't it amazing what God did? How God did it? I can hardly wait to tell. I can hardly wait for you to understand that Truly, as I preached three weeks ago, and I preached that this first battle, Jericho, is going to be God's, Exodus 14, 14. That God has fought and he's won a great battle for us already. There might be other battles that we have to fight, like AI. But I, I can't hardly wait to tell you the victories. You know, it's little things for me. My brother-in-law, Dr. Dave Smith, Retired from the pastor a few years back. And he called me from Long Beach and said, Jack, I have some books. Would you like some of my books and commentaries? I said, sure, I'd like to get them. And he gave them to me. One set of books he has, I want to say, I don't know, I should have counted them. Maybe 15 to 20 volumes. I've never had time to read them through the years. And he gave them to me maybe four or five years ago. Maybe longer than that. But just early one day, I pulled one out off the shelf this week. I opened it up. The book was written in 1888. As I read it, it said, let me share with you today Exodus 14. The Lord shall fight for you. And it was as modern up to date as where we are right now as any other thing I've ever read, 1887. My grandfathers were both one years of age in 1887. I began to read that. And God just reassured me again. He was putting this truth in my heart. 
God is going to fight for us. God is fighting for us. Jack, will you just, will you just totally walk before me and walk before man and trust me, I've got this. I'll work it all out. When I was in high school, and I closed, 1962, he did not know it, but President JFK was going to be assassinated the next year. I was in junior high school in 62. John Peterson said, I wrote this little course. We would sing this course in our youth group, not every Sunday night, but many Sunday nights. I just keep trusting my Lord as I walk along. I just keep trusting my Lord and He gives a song. Though the storm clouds darken the sky, or the heavenly trail. I just keep trusting my Lord. He will never fail. He's a faithful friend. Such a faithful friend. I can count on him. To the very hand. Oh, I should have had Daylene sing this. One day I'm going to sing like that. Just a lower pitch. Though the storm clouds darken the sky. Or the heavenly trail. I just keep. The key word. Trusting my Lord. He will never fail. Will you trust Him this week? Confidence in Him. That person, Jesus, the problem, the plan, the peace. Let's bow for prayer. Father, what a wonderful joy it is to pass to the people in the parking lot. I just, I'm amazed how you are dealing with me. Lord, I don't deserve it, but I know that you're speaking to me. I know it. I know you're testing me. I know you're trying me. And I'm not alone. I know my wife is being tested and tried. I know my children are. Those that are here and those that are away from us. I, I know that God, that you're, you're trying the people of God. You're trying leadership. You're testing us as we're wandering in this wilderness. But God, as we're being tested, we are trusting you. Because Jesus, you never fail. Heaven and earth may pass away, but Jesus never fails. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.